0: If you've read us, let, if you've, (laughs) if you've read that, please let us know.
1: If you've read anything.
0: (laughs) Welcome to Two Real Tokyo. I'm
1: Angie. I'm Jamie. This is a podcast about the quirks and quandaries of life in Tokyo and life in general,
0: this is episode 25, Book Adjacent,
1: in which we talk about books and, of course, our quirks and quandaries. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you in advance for hanging out with us today and remind you that you can always find us on all major streaming platforms.
0: Make sure to share with your friends and leave us a rating on iTunes because that's how we get the word around. Thanks! What is your favorite? Wandering
1: quirk. Mm-hmm. My quirk this week is after all of my whiffling,
0: woo, woo, well, word jar word, <laughs> as the first graders would say. Yeah, or maybe I got that from the BFG. Uh, right. Okay, <laughs> I yes, don't know, I if forgot. It's real.
1: Last time, about whether I would enter the lottery for the tickets to the Olympics or not. Then, in the end, I did it. <laughs> and my quirk is. How hard it was to do, uh, last time when we talked about it, that was the last day. So, I tried the last day that you could sign up for this lottery thing. So, I tried to get on that night at, like, I don't know what time it was, 8?
0: Well, there was, like, thousands of people in front of you. Oh, I know. So,
1: when I finally, first of all, it took me a while to even understand the process,
0: yeah cuz it's like lottery to even log get in the lottery for tickets.
1: I mean sort of. It finally I figured out I oh because I had to register.
0: Like uh. I had to
1: I had to have kind of my own ID. Right? So then after I had created my ID, then I could go in there and like digitally wait in line. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I had, I think I posted this on Instagram, but I literally had half a million people in line in front of me. (laughs) Like, I know, literally is an overused word. But But you should look at the post. It's true this time. There were literally half a million people in front of me in this digital queue to sign up for this lottery. How British of you to say queue. I know. It's because that's what it said on there. Uh, It said, you're in the queue. mm. So I was like, okay. So then it said, keep watching this page. And it gave no indication that I could see of like... How long it was going to be. How long it was going to be. So I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea, but Uh I slept in my computer in my bed. (laughs) 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 Because I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night. So I thought, oh, It's fine. When I wake up in the middle of the night, then I'll look at it. I don't think I really thought that through very much because looking at it is one thing. but like
0: And registering l- the information. Looking is at it
1: and being awake enough to actually go through the process are two different things. So I did actually wake up once in the middle of the night and look at it. And then mm-hmm. my status hadn't even changed.
0: What? Yeah.
1: And then when I got up in the morning and I clicked on it again, then my session had timed out. Ugh. So I was pretty frustrated, but I did see also they had an announcement that they had extended the deadline by mm. 12 hours. Originally the deadline was supposed to be at yeah. midnight. So even when I had um when I had woken up at one thirty in the morning, at that mm. point technically I should have been too late. Right. But since they made an extension, I wasn't.
0: <clears throat> because apparently everybody was procrastinating.
1: I mean, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> I can't say much about it. Um, So then it's Wednesday morning, and I don't even have time because I have to go to work. Right. But I start my waiting process over. Mm-hmm. I get back in the queue, and then the thing seems like it's moving along. Um, So I will now shorten this story. I signed up, and I thankfully had learned from our other friend who had signed up. Mm-hmm that you can sign up for one okay so for example if i wanted to go to basketball finals fine sign up for click on that and then they'll give you a drop down of like which options are open and some of them are like crazy expensive
0: like yep, the we talked about that
1: right but the but seeing it there on the page yeah. was another thing the medal round of the basketball final the final round and mm-hmm. with the medal ceremony and stuff the close seats were like six mon or something, yeah, for one ticket. So I did not sign up for those. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I did sign up for that event because even the tickets that are far away are going to be like a hundred dollars each. But right. I just felt like this is why a, not? Well, I mean, it's once in a lifetime thing, so right. um. If anybody listening is a friend with my husband, there's no need to run over and tell him that if I win, (laughs) so that's the thing. Once you sign up for this lottery, it's not really, it's a lottery in the sense that you don't know if you're going to get it or not, but it's not a lottery in the sense that they're going to give you an option. They're not going to give you an option. Right. You're all locked in, right? So if you win <laughs> the opportunity to buy the tickets, you're not really winning the opportunity. You're then locked in. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. I already told you this, but I haven't told the mic mm-hmm. that if I win all of the tickets that I signed up for, I'm going to be out like 20 mon. Oops. So, 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 so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Steve Hall mode. <laughs> <laughs> that is my quirk. Is that I might be close to going into debt wow. for the sake of going to the Olympics. I mean, worth it. <laughs> I am I think I'm okay with it. Yeah. Plus, I really don't understand how the thing works, but I kind of can't believe. I'll probably end up with, like, skateboarding and archery. <laughs> the outer borders of the park. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they're 2,000 yen each. Right. And I owe them a mon. It's fine. What is your quandary this week?
0: Uh, my quandary is um, the month of May. Your quandary is the month of May. You can say that <laughs> my, now. That you're all not of my month of May. No, you're
1: not in the month of May anymore. So you can just dog on it however much you want to. <laughs> See you later, month of May. Peace. I would like you in
0: the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um no that I did I finished zero books in the month of. oh
1: this is okay here's where we get book adjacent yeah we're already getting to the adjacent adjacent part okay
0: um which granted I've read more books this year than I've read in a long time my quandary is how and why did that happen I mean, I think I know a little bit. One, I was just feeling so tired all the time, so I did, my brain was like, no. And two, I guess there were just no books that were really gripping me, and I wasn't listening to, because I had been listening to some, and some of the ones that I was listening to I was also not into. So, you know what? It was just a month that I listened to lots of podcasts and read people's papers and articles. So, okay, it was a month of article reading. I mean,
1: also worth it. Yes. Yeah. Good. Any recollection of which article you read that was so interesting?
0: Well, I'm starting to read research for one of my research projects this summer. Mm-hmm. So I was reading about therapy dogs um, in schools, mm-hmm. which the, the last school system that I worked in, they had a therapy dog um, at two of their sites and the counselor that worked with them actually came and spoke to one of my classes and um it was really interesting just to hear his his perspective and how much the kids really do open up but then reading this paper about it's a study of seven different um school counselors and their dogs and how it's not only changed the kids but it's changed kind of their like school community and um Everybody's just more relaxed when they see the dog, so.
1: Can I make a dog comment? Yes. I was listening to the Wellness Mama Uh podcast. Um, I don't listen to that one all the time, but I do really love that blog, and I've been reading it for a super long time. But I happened to be listening to the podcast um, yesterday, and this guy, doctor, that was Talking with, I think that girl's name is Katie, was saying uh, or was citing the research about how growing up with dogs is so healthy. Ooh. Yeah, there's like research about it.
0: Whoa, interesting. Yeah,
1: there's even like, this is getting a little bit gross, but apparently it's true exchanging your saliva with a dog what? <laughs> i mean let's be real i guess if you're a little kid and you have a dog that is happening yeah that's right?
0: true
1: um is like good for your um gut health oh yeah right
0: um what are some books that you read last month
1: So, last month, I think I must have been extra stressed because I read 14 books. Uh, I did not (laughs) set out to read 14 books, and I actually didn't even realize that I had read 14 books until yesterday I was scrolling through my Goodreads. Oh, I was thinking, oh, it's the end of June, so I should check how many books I read in May. And then I started scrolling, and I was like, scrolling and scrolling. (laughs) And then I realized, oh, let me count these. There are 14. It's not really that praiseworthy, because all it means is that I was awake in the middle of the night a lot. (laughs) And that's what happens when I get stressed, is I wake up in the middle of the night for who knows what reason, having too many things on my mind, probably. Then I can't go to sleep. Then my way of dealing is I don't want to get out of bed. I know some people say get out of bed, but I don't want to get out of bed, so then I just read. Mm-hmm. I told Angie that I would talk about two, but maybe I'll just mention a few and then talk longer about mm. two. I fin- I had started reading Becoming Wise by Krista Tippett. She has a podcast called On Being. Um, it's kind of a spiritually adjacent podcast. Krista Tippett doesn't claim to be any religion now, but I think she grew up in a kind of Protestant-ish family. Mm -hmm. Her story is pretty interesting. Um, But she's still very interested in spiritual things, so I like the conversations that she has with people. Mm. It was fun to read her book, although I did... It took me two months to read it, so I think (laughs) I wasn't I wasn't that into it. Well, it wasn't really, like, a page-turner, I guess that's what it is. It was a good book, and it had a lot of, like, wisdom in it, but,
0: um... But, yeah, it wasn't... Sometimes those books are harder to read, because it's a lot to digest.
1: I think that must must have been what it was. Like, whenever I read it, I really enjoyed it, Mm -hmm. but I also felt really like, oh, wow, okay. I'm not just gonna, like, be quickly flipping through this book. Um... But I did really like it. It was good. Um, I read a book called The Girl in the Tower, and that was the second book in this trilogy. It's based on a a Russian fairy tale kind Mm -hmm. of a story, Um, and I really like it. It's really good this girl, I don't know, to say it out loud makes it sound different than my impression about Mm. it, but I guess she's like sort of like a witch, but she's not really a Mm. witch, but she's just like perceived as being a little bit different than everybody Mm. around, and so even when she's a small girl, and then all these things happen as she's growing up, Mm -hmm. um, in the first book it's kind of her growing up and then the second book is she's just become like a young adult and then it's the next stage of all these things that happen um but the whole thing is based on this Russian fairy tale about a winter spirit kind of and he shows up as a bear sometimes but then also as a person and they the girl and that winter I almost called him winter devil but that's not really right either They have a relationship, and it's very interesting. Um, and then there's some, like, magical, magical parts about it. Woo. Woo. I think there's a third book, so I don't know yet what else is gonna happen, but it was really good. Mm. I read that one really fast, because I liked it. I read Artemis. It's by the same author that wrote The Martian. Oh, yeah. Mm That, you know, that was a movie, sort of, recently, like, maybe two years ago. Um... This one was really good. I oh, really yeah. I really liked it. Um, it was about uh, some future time when there's a colony on the moon. So then the thing that was, made it really interesting is that this guy, Andy Weir, I think that's how you pronounce it, he's so smart. So, the story is really good, but also he talks, he like weaves in the actual science of what it would be like to have a colony on the moon. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's not boring. It's not like, oh no, here he goes talking about the science. He talks about it in a really interesting way and makes it like a natural part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the main character is this girl, and she's grown up there. And then some different things happened when she was growing up, which caused her to become kind of like a borderline criminal. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of... It's not really a mystery, but she gets drawn into this other bigger thing that's going on. Um, I don't want to give it away, but it's really good. She's mm-hmm. a really good main character, mm-hmm. and... Um, she doesn't always have good morals, so I'll be honest about that, but she's really smart and her relationships, like, she kind of has a struggling relationship with her dad, and that seems like really real. And then there's a little bit of a mystery throughout, like, you don't understand some of her motives for what she's doing, Mm, and then that that thing kind of resolves Mm. at the end, so it's really good. I liked it a lot. Um... I read Wish, out loud. Wish is by Barbara O'Connor. It's kind of a YA or upper elementary kind of a story. And um, this girl has to go live with her aunt and uncle. And then um, she kind of struggles with that. But it's really good. It was really well written and uh, we really liked reading it. It was fun. Then I read the BFG which is so famous, and so common, and so normal, and I don't know why everybody in the whole entire world except for me has already read that book, but it's so good. I liked it so much, and um, all the made-up words in it made me laugh so hard. As soon as I finished reading it, then I started reading it to my daughter,
0: Mm. so
1: now we're in the middle of reading it together. And I must really like it because normally I'm for sure not a rereader and I'm mm. not minding reading it again. I read a book called A Million Little Pieces. It's about a guy. Have you heard of that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of big a few years ago when it came out. I don't remember. Um, it's supposed to be like a memoir. I, I think later. Oh, I think it came out maybe like 10, 12 years ago, and maybe even more than that, 14. Like, like it came out in 2004, 2005, and then in 2006, these different allegations came out saying that this guy had fabricated parts of the story, Mm. so then he had to, um, they republished it, but he didn't really, it sounds like he didn't change that much in the actual story, but he put this foreword in that's explaining, like, look, I told my story as best as I could. I wasn't trying to lie. You know, or, I don't know. I liked the way that he explained it, like, it's my story, this is how I remember it. I did go back and, like, check on records and ask people but these things happened a while ago and I'm not going to remember it perfectly.
0: And people remember or know different sides of the story too.
1: Right. So I thought that was really interesting and like a good point. Um, I think that's actually what makes memoirs interesting yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. Like not, you don't want somebody to just be purely making things up. Right. But I think it's okay for people to tell things like as best as they remember them, but that, but that book was hard to read. Mm. He was like, and I don't want to give a spoiler, but it's pretty old, so I don't know. Um, He was almost dead, and he was like super addicted to Mm. several different kinds of drugs, of course alcohol, he was like so strung out and so wasted. And, I mean, probably almost dead if his friends and slash his family didn't drag him into this rehab program, which was very fancy and expensive. So he was fortunate, like, his parents supported him to do that. Yeah. The thing that I did find interesting about it is, like, you would think that somebody who... I mean, this is my idea about it. Who was that addicted and struggling that hard with those not being able to make different choices was probably, like, kind of reacting to, like, a super difficult childhood or something. Mm -hmm. And the more the book went on, the more I was like, I just don't understand... Why did he ever become... What the trigger was? Yeah. Because there really wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. There is there is one scene where he does this kind of group therapy session with his parents. And then his parents tell him a few things about how it was for their family when he was really small. Mm. But he was really small. I mean, like, when he was a baby. And the things they talked about do sound, like, really difficult, but I just found... I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I don't know enough about that, but I felt like it's hard to believe that... I mean, that does sound hard, but I just found it hard to believe that, like, really? Like, that's the thing that makes you turn into this, like, super difficult person It sounded like, what is that thing called? Oppositional defiance disorder Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then you're, like, basically a criminal from the time that you're about 10 years old. You're, like, actually doing, you know, like, you're vandalizing and you're, like destroying property i guess it's the same thing as vandalizing but you know and you're like stealing your parents alcohol and drinking it i don't know that anyway that that's the part to me that was like i don't get it like i don't care if you made up the thing about how you had a root canal without any anesthesia (laughs) apparently that's the thing that some people were upset about like you made that up
0: Why does that matter?
1: (laughs) Uh, That's what I don't know. Like, if he wants to remember that that's what happened, like, go ahead and let him do that, right? The last book that I'll mention is I read this book called Soul Survivor, and it's by Philip Yancey. And it was interesting because he talks about 13 different people Either people that he knew personally, or like authors mm. that he was influenced by over his mm, life, yeah. and I really liked it because most of them are pretty famous, but I didn't necessarily know much about them, so I I thought it was really like fun. Yeah, that's I mean, cool. I don't know. I don't know if people would say what a fun book, but <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> maybe fun is not the right word. It was interesting. It was compelling to learn mm. about him. And learn about somebody else at the yeah, same time. Yeah, that's cool. I thought it was really well-written for him to, like, kind of... It was clever that he yeah. put those two things together.
0: His own story plus research.
1: Yeah. And he was, like, reflecting on how that person had influenced him. And then... Mm. And, he, and he even, at the end of every section, he gave suggestions of, like, hey, if you're interested in this person then why don't you read this book that they oh, cool. wrote or whatever. So um, I really, really liked that a lot.
0: From my not reading very much uh, last month or only reading papers, now I've finished a book and an audiobook already this month. So I'm oh, trying to make up for you're it. you're
1: turning it around. <laughs> it's fine. So, you can talk about those.
0: So um, I finished, I had started Red Rising like, I don't know, the end of March, because I think I had it on my March, or, no, it must have been my April book stack, Um, and I was halfway through at that point, but then I just put it down for the last month for no reason in particular, Um, and... Jamie read this... You read this here just a few months ago, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: pretty recently.
0: And so she had posted about it on Instagram, and literally when I saw the post, I went on Amazon and ordered all three (laughs) books. Because I was like, if I get hooked to one, I'm going to want all three, so I might as well order all three at once. Mm -hmm. So um, I love, love, love dystopian series. I think that... I mean, I read Fahrenheit 451 in my junior year in high school, and that was kind of the beginning, I think, for me. Mm. Because as we discussed it as a class, talking about the different things that, you know, he had written this book 50 or 60 years earlier, and all of those, a lot of those things are true today. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. like, the... So thinking about that, and I think it's so interesting to read these series and see how, like, if if our world keeps going in this direction, what if some of these things come true? And, um, I... The Hunger Games was the first dystopian series that I was, like, really into. Probably the first book series I was really, really into. And that was in high school. And, um, so it's kind of gone from there. So, I... I liked the first book, Red Rising, by, um... Pierce Brown, um, it's nice to read a guy author, too, I feel like a lot of the dystopian novelists are female, um, at least a lot of the ones that I enjoy that I've read, which is good, too, um, but, uh, I was doing a lot of comparison towards the end of this book, because the way that the Institute kind of works which, again, you'll have to read this book in order to understand all these things, but the Institute, I felt like, really kind of acted like the capital acted in Mm -hmm. Hunger Games, Uh and that even how things, they were able to change things in the Institute is just like how the game maker could change things. So that, that part, I was a little bit like, whoa, this is really similar, like when they started being able to manipulate things like that. I mean, it does change after that and and seems more different, but that was one part that I was like, whoa, this is really, really similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also thought of um, the Lunar Chronicles because that takes place on, on the moon. Mm-hmm. So not on Mars, but yeah. again, the whole idea of living or creating a society on a different planet. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like the little cross I saw between that. Did you start reading the next one? Yeah, hmm Okay. Uh, which, it, already there's been a twist. I'm only 30 pages in in the second one. And you said this one's full of twists. Well, the first book was full of a lot of twists, too. Even right up until the end.
1: There is a so... I'm sorry, I hope you don't consider this a spoiler, but there is a super mind-blowing twist, like, right at the end.
0: Of the second one?
1: No, of the third one, <laughs> oh, and that's the last one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you
0: said the third one's your favorite.
1: The third one was so good,
0: which is so good to hear that the last one is the best. Because Hunger Games, no, um, Mac and Jay was the worst one of all. Yeah, three of not them. good, not good. Or not Mac. No, the last one's not Mac and Jay. And Jay's the second. I mean, who
1: can even remember what the last <laughs> one was because it wasn't good, so it's not <laughs> worth remembering.
0: Mockingjay's the second, and that one was my favorite. Yeah. Um, anyway
1: <laughs> Anyway Okay talk about The books you want to read in the summer
0: Okay so I have one um, One nonfiction one and two Fiction I'm sure I'll read a lot more But this is just three that I'm looking forward to I also finished listening To uh, When You Reach Me mm. um, And if You're a fan of uh, what was that called? That series. A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, okay. Then you should read When You Reach Me because it mentions that book. Oh. And also kind of talks a little bit about time travel. Well, it was a fun, quick listen. It only took a couple hours to listen to the whole thing. Okay. Um by Rebecca Steed, or Stead, I don't know. Uh, three books that I'm looking forward to reading this summer. The one nonfiction one that I'm looking forward to, um, is called The Soul of Shame, Retelling the Stories We Believe About Ourselves. Mm, that's good. So I think that one will be really interesting. Who wrote that one? Uh, by Kurt Thompson. Okay. He's a Kurt Thompson MD. Woo. So, um, uh.
1: how did you hear about that one?
0: I believe one of my friends read it on Goodreads, either that or I saw it on a list, but I really like growth mindset and teaching my students growth mindset, and because as a student, I believe my own thoughts about how I was as a student really held me back, especially in math, and so as a six, I think, and I I know a lot of people can think this way too, but a lot of times I, like, once I think something's going wrong, I think about every situation with that person or within that situation and, like, pull, like, nitpick and pull little things that I did. And I really tend to shame myself in a lot of that. And so I'm really interested to read this book uh, to see what he has about because I think we do... Shame ourselves a lot more than, especially than God wants us to mm-hmm. because He says there is nothing to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really looking forward to reading that book. Yeah, so, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, this other, so my other two are fiction. Of course, one of them, actually, they're kind of both dystopian. But Blackfish City, have you heard of that one? Mm-hmm. It was on a best nerdy reading list (laughs) that just came out last Mm, week. Those are the best kind. (laughs) It was like, uh, yeah, I can't remember what the title was, but it was pretty (laughs) funny. Um, But this was one of the top ones that they had rated Mm -hmm. um, by Sam J. Miller. And um, a floating city is constructed in the Arctic Circle... A remarkable feat of mechanical and social engineering. Wow. And uh, so, of course, the outer ridges, they start uh, fraying and there's crime and corruption. And Mm -hmm. um, how this uh, utopian city now is becoming like the rest of Earth and all of that. Um, But apparently it says um, this, uh, a woman riding an orca... With a polar bear by her side... Whoa. Um, ...arrives, and the city is entranced. The Orcamancer, as she's known very subtly, mm. brings together four people, each living on the periphery, to stage unprecedented acts of resistance, but banding together to, together to save their city before it crumbles under the weight of its own decay. Mm. So, there's a lot of really, really good reviews on it, so... Well, I guess it only has a three point six rating on Goodreads. But I mean, sometimes the Goodreads ratings aren't mm-mm. aren't the greatest. And then the last one, I have been wanting to read. Uh, after I read *A Wrinkle in Time*, which was only a few years ago because I never read it as a kid, mm-hmm. um, I found out that it's actually a quartet series, and so there's three more books to what to after *A Wrinkle in Time*. Oh yeah. And so, A Wind in the Door in th- is the second one, and so I want to read. Wind. I wanna, oh, yeah. A Wind <laughs> in the Door. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> um. Wow.
1: <laughs> I mean, there could be a wind in a door.
0: I mean. Or wind beyond the door. <laughs> um, so, I want to read that one, too. Yeah,
1: that one I also good. have
0: some books that I brought bought at Christmas, but didn't bring back with me, because mm. I didn't have space, and I don't remember what those are. <laughs> okay. So I need to read those, too. Mm-hmm. But those are the books I'm looking forward to. How about you? Um, I noticed Refugee is on there, which I do want to read that one, too. Oh,
1: yeah, that one sounds so good. Um, It's a good thing that I read 14 books last month, because that should help me with my yearly goal, since I predict this month and the beginning of next month I won't be able to read much at all Mm -hmm. Um, since I have my big educational portfolio project due this Thursday let's be real I should probably be working on it right now Mm. but anyway and then as soon as I finish that I have to study more for this praxis core math thing Uh, I do want to report though for any curious people hi mom Um, (laughs) that I passed my writing test.
0: Woo! Yes. I... Sorry, I was reading a title. It's okay. Um,
1: I got 184 on the writing test. Woo! Yeah, so...
0: Out of 200? Uh Uh-huh. Wow.
1: Um, so, writing test, check, reading test, check, but I do have to take the math test again on the 14th. And then... And you're gonna pass it. Yeah, I hope so. And then on the sixteenth, uh, go to Bangkok and study. Woohoo! So all the studying means not that means exceeding amount of reading. Uh, things that are not things books. for class, but not yes. any interesting books. Um, having said that, just in the middle of the night, earlier, much earlier this morning, um, when I was awake. I did start reading *The Shape of Water*. Mm-hmm. You know that became a movie somewhat mm-hmm. recently. I don't know if I want to watch that movie, but I thought it might be interesting to read the book.
0: How's the book so far?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> pretty good. Um, the style is a lot different from the one that I read immediately before that, oh. so that was a little jarring. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. I think I think I'll probably end up liking it. Um, I keep talking about that book called The Body Keeps the Score
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: borrowed it from The library And then it's pretty long I mean it's kind of almost Borderline textbook As far as Whoa. Well because this guy is a, like a clinical right. Doctor, researcher and stuff So he's like reporting his findings um, So I couldn't finish it Before it got yanked back out of my phone But, um, a few days ago it was on a Kindle sale, so I bought it. Ooh! Yeah, so I'm looking forward to,
0: um... Maybe I'll have to Kindle borrow it. Oh, yeah, if I ever figure out how to do that. I mean, I'm so confused by that. If there's any of you that know how to do that, I know there's only certain books that you can do it to, too. Yeah.
1: Let us know. Let us know. Um, let's see. I will name another couple books that I want to read. Um... I want to read this book called The Future is Asian. That's a nonfiction, And that just came out this year. But it sounds really good. It sounds interesting. Facts about how the world is these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... People are talking so much for almost two years now about The Hate You Give, and I still haven't read it, so I want to read that one. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I was telling you, but now I guess I'll say it for the mic. Um, Something so cool in our school library is that the um, students in grade 12 have made little mini scrapbooks that um, talk about the books that have influenced them in their life. And all their scrapbooks are called My Story So Far or something like that. My Story So Far. And I was looking at one of those this morning and um, I happened to pick up one that was put together by um, a girl in grade 12 who like us, really likes um, dystopian mm-hmm. um, novels. So she talked about a series called The Legend Series by Marie Lu. And uh, I would love to read that.
0: If you've read us, let if you've If you've read that, please let us know.
1: If you've read anything, if you want to read anything... Zero
0: people have given us book suggestions, and we've asked for it every time. Wow. Come on, people. Come
1: on, people. Are you out there? Give us some feedback. Yes. Thank you for listening. As always, we do appreciate those of you that are listening, and we would love to have more people listening, so um, we do want to... share. Continue to ask you to please recommend us to your friends, you know, post about us online if you like how we talk. Um, And if you don't like how we talk, then tell us so we can think about changing it. We might not, but we might.
0: (laughs) Well, this is, like, I don't don't know if this is helping us or hurting us. I don't know
1: if this is helping us or hurting us. I think it is time for me to go home and start making dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Bye! Bye! (laughs) That's all for this time, everyone. What are your
0: recent quirks or quandaries? Tokyo-related or not, let us know on Instagram at 2realtokyo. That's T-O-O, real Tokyo. You can follow Angie at photofreak. P-H-O-T-O-F-R-E-E-K. And you can follow Jamie on Instagram at Jamie in T-Y-O. That's J-A-M-I-E in T-Y-O. Bye! Bye!